Warning, the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. And you guys probably know how damaging getting a one-star review can be for those uh, for sales on that particular day because it shows up right there at the top of your reviews. Your attention, please. please. Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue streams and unfair, unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AMPM podcast. My name is Manny Coates, and I will be your host. And this is the show where we discuss how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the show. As a matter of fact, I had a pretty terrible day electronic-wise. I had my MacBook crash and my PC crash. So both of them at the same time, essentially the same day. Got a new PC here. I'm setting up everything, including the podcast software, microphones, everything else. And while I was doing that, I was making money. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. So if the podcast sounds different, it's probably because some of the settings are not quite yet set correctly. I'll be setting everything up here shortly. But I was reading a post where somebody was talking about customers that they thought were potentially trying to scam them or were fighting them on charges. And a lot of effort seemed to be used or spent on this particular thing. Now, the way I look at it is for every minute that you're spending on that kind of a thing, you're not spending that minute on business development. And it really isn't worth, at least to me, it's not worth the amount of time put into it. Why fight a customer on it? If you're going to fight a customer, you're going to end up getting burned at some point, right? They're probably going to leave you a bad review or a bad seller feedback or just refund it. And I get it. I understand when somebody is complaining about something that you know is absolutely false or even you get, you might even get a return and the product isn't your product. That's happened to some people, right? It's just crazy, but you just got to roll with the punches. So let me tell you about a scenario that I ran into just recently, actually. I had this customer Okay. She ended up ordering two of my products. Okay. It was around $90 for both units. And it wasn't uh, too long after she received the products that she emailed, emailed the company, emailed me and said that she had found another product that looks almost identical to the product that she just bought from me. And that the pricing on those was almost $20 per unit less. It was almost half the price. And she thought it was outrageous. How could I do this? She was going to be returning the products and uh, getting a refund and then ordering the other products. And she kind of left a little open for me to respond. And I did. I responded very quickly. And this is important, guys. This is why you don't want to wait till the next day. First of all, Amazon wants you to respond within 24 hours to customer complaints or customer issues. So if you can get to it right away and I got to it within the hour, then you can resolve things pretty easily, hopefully uh, amicably. So here's what happened. I responded back to this person very nicely and I told her, I started off by saying that I totally understand where she's coming from, but I wanted to point out a few things, some differences between the products that she's probably looking at versus the products that I sell, okay? And again, I started off very nicely, you know, saying, I understand your concerns. Let's see if I can help you out, right? You want to disarm them a little bit, okay? I pointed out to her that the price point of the products that she's mentioning were actually lower than my cost of actually manufacturing and selling this 
unit, my product, my brand on Amazon. And this is absolutely true. The price point that she quoted was less than my product once I factor in the manufacturing costs, the shipping of the product to get it out here, all of Amazon's referral fees and FBA fees. Okay, you add that all in and it was right about the same price, very close to the price of the other product. Okay, so I wanted to make sure that she understood that I wasn't trying to gouge her on cost. I also explained to her very nicely that just because a product looks exactly the same in the photos and on the outside or very similar to what she ended up purchasing doesn't mean that it's the same product, that the internals, the insides of this unit could be completely different. And this was an electronic product, so to speak. It's a uh, partially electronic. I explained to her that we go through rigorous testing that these other products might not go through these testing procedures, that their products might only last a short amount of time before failing. Worse yet, if they fail, could they potentially cause a fire or have some kind of a hazardous effect? And then finally, I finished off with stating that the product that I sell has a one-year manufacturer's money-back guarantee warranty on it, okay? One year. So the cost difference, which was right around $20, if she were to factor that out over the entire year was less than one cent per day for that first year and then after that it would be free but one cent per day to have the peace of mind of knowing that if anything happens whatsoever within a year she could return it and get her money back so those were the steps i made i have a i have a template that i use it was very fast and she ended up responding and instead of being very angry like she was in the first email, she actually thanked me for getting back to her. And she mentioned that she was on a uh, a fixed income and that every dollar helps and that you know she didn't know that there would be other products and she would actually consider getting a cheaper product because of her, her situation with her fixed income. So my response back to her was sympathizing with her situation. So she said she was on a fixed income and that every dollar counted. So... I essentially said, I understand a fixed income. I myself operate on slim margins. So let me do something for you. Let me go in and deduct $10 off the purchase price of each unit. I will refund $20 on your order. That's what I ended up saying in different words, but that's essentially the bulk of what I said. She responded back that that would be super helpful and she couldn't believe I was doing it. And she was just thrilled with it. So the customer was satisfied, more than satisfied. She got the products that she wanted in the first place. She got a price point now that was similar to the other ones. It wasn't as good of a price point, but she was happy with everything, right? And she knows she has one year, if there's ever an issue, to return it. So in the end, I still made a couple bucks per unit. I saved the refund. For sure, it was going to be a refund. And then I would have had to deal with that particular unit that comes back into Amazon, right? Right with the... Uh, the damaged packaging or at least the open packaging. And in the end, she left me two reviews. She left me a seller feedback review, okay? It was five stars. And she also left me a product review, which was five stars. So I got two five stars out of this. And I'm confident, I'm fairly certain that due to my autoresponder, you know, the customer contact system that I have going out these emails to follow up with people and request reviews and seller feedback, they would have ended up in very poor results from this lady had I not done that probably one star. And you guys probably know how damaging getting a one star review can be for those uh, for sales on that particular day because it shows up right there at the top of your reviews until that can get pushed down over time, hopefully sooner than later, but it still affects sales when people see that. So all of that was done away with 
instead of trying to fight her and argue with her about something or just letting her go through the process, a few minutes were spent and that was it. It was finished. Now, obviously, if you're very busy, all of this can be handled by your virtual assistant or personal assistant, whatever kind of assistant you have, whoever's handling this so you don't have to deal with it. And if you've got templates in place, then they can copy and paste and just kind of edit a few things as needed. As I mentioned, I also save the refund, right? And that's important long-term. If Amazon sees that you're getting too many refunds on your products or on a particular ASIN, then you might potentially, uh, you're gonna run into issues. They can block your listing. It was just positive all the way across the board. And I can tell you right now that my product is the most expensive product on the market for this particular niche, for what I'm doing, okay? Anything that's even similar to mine, I've got the highest price point. Okay, by almost double the price in many instances. So this doesn't happen very often, but when it does happen, it's just worth refunding um, either the whole thing or a portion of it and just not having to deal with the consequences of it all. So if I'm only doing this once every few hundred orders, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't affect my bottom line that much, okay? So I guess the point in all of this is try not to spend time being too prideful, fighting with a customer over something when you don't have to. You can turn what could be potentially a negative situation into a positive one. You're gonna make them happy. They're gonna refer you to their friends. They might even come back and buy from you. So there's a lot of cool things that come from just being a good person, just being, you know, not being nasty, I guess you could say. And I, I see it all the time where people are are posting that, you know, they're, they're trying to fight customers on a refund. And I feel like if you're doing that, maybe your margins are so small that every little refund it affects you drastically and then maybe you just have the wrong approach the wrong product you've got to maybe relearn some of the mechanics some of the strategies uh, for selling private label products so anyways guys that's it i also want to mention that we have a very active community on facebook okay it's called the amazon fba high rollers go check that out go to facebook do a search for that you'll see us or you can go to our website at ampmpodcast.com and you can click onto the Facebook link over on your right. And if you're not already doing so, please subscribe to the iTunes feed for these podcast episodes. That way you don't miss any. And until next time, guys, my name is Manny Coates. I'll talk to you later. You've been listening to the AMPM podcast hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.